Right, let's get straight into it. Uh, good morning, Andela. How are you this morning, my darling? How was your weekend? We yeah. never ask you that because we always want to get into, uh, you know, the important matters of health. Oh, weekend was lovely, uh, uh-huh. even though I miss our Christmas gay pride. Oh, yes. That was uh, this past Saturday, no? <laughs> yeah, at Mel Rosage. Yeah, Mel uh, yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Let's talk about, um, you know, eating disorders. Uh, y- you know, South Africa is actually undergoing extreme urbanization and development, you know, leading to a, va- a variety of cultural ch- uh, changes and unique issues affecting its population. Now, last week I asked you, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I said, is, you know, eating disorder, is it common amongst black women? And why do we, or black people actually in general, and why do we always associate it with uh, white people? I think that's the stereotype if we just look at the current trends now, as you've mentioned, according sure. to the trends of what we're experiencing now. Yeah. Black women in particular are also um, affected by or do experience eating disorders as one of the major mental illnesses. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So, how many types of eating disorders are there? Um, there are about four eating disorders. Uh, one is anorexia, binge eating, bulimia, and other uh, eating disorders that we'll explain as, as time goes by. So yeah. literally there are about four. But there are three most common that are known. The anorexia, Nervosa. binge eating, mm. and uh, bulimia. Okay. Actually, let's get straight into it right now. Let's talk about anorexia nervosa. What exactly is it? What happens to the body? Actually, before you do, is can you actually consider... An eating disorder, a disease, or a mental um, illness? It's a mental and psychiatric illness, in sure. a way, mm-hmm. because um, there's an extreme excessive limiting of one. You limit yourself from actual from eating food. Yeah. So essentially, one would restrict what they eat, and often they would view themselves as rather than they are regular body. Mm-hmm. So people with anorexia have a distorted body image that. The, the way that they look at themselves, they struggle with it to the degree that they will starve themselves mm. literally, hmm. that they don't eat at mm. all or they would eat li- uh, minimally sure. so as to maintain this distorted body that they have, mm. which qualifies it as a kind of mental illness because it's beyond the normal range of what one would then be functioning normally if we have a normal perception of your body yeah let's talk about you know looking at it from the outside physically uh you know moving away from the mental side of it uh there's a lot of times where you know in our teens or as growing up we are we are very i know i was very thin all my life i was literally a size 24 to a point where people that didn't know me then thought i you know had an eating disorder that i was actually not eating can you always uh you know connect the two can you always uh, do you always uh, recognize a anorexia nervosa via you know people being extremely thin unnaturally thin for me the the key thing of a diagnostic criteria would be that distorted body image sure and um if it becomes pervasive by means of pervasive it means it's beyond the norm that the thinness is not is unhealthy mm. and it causes a lot of sure. a threat and strain in one's body then will qualify it as an eating disorder but generally or naturally there are people who are thin in their nature yeah 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 of course yeah, yeah. okay bulimia nervosa that's the next one bulimia nervosa is the actually the opposite of um, anorexia that um, it's eating larger portions of food instead um, so people with uh, bulimia uh, they find it very difficult to control the portions that they eat. They're and gluttonous, right? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So w- they eat, 
And then after that, because there's a strong psychological discomfort about the eating itself, they go and purge it outside. Mm. Um, because of this distortion again, that there's they, they, they still need to maintain this body, but there's a need to soothe by mm. taking larger amounts of food. Mm-hmm. All right, I get yeah. you. The third one being binge eating. Binge eating, um, you know, these people eat excessively. Um, they they just eat with no apparent reason. Yeah. So they can eat food without being hungry. Um, they could have a strong psychological undertone or something that makes them emotionally discomforted. But then now they will take food as a matter of a soothing uh, coping mechanism. So the binging then is translated to soothing themselves. Mm. At the same time, it's, 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 it's a struggle that one wants to maintain in the end. And this is one of the major causes that leads to possibly obesity in most people. Mm. But how does okay go for it? Go how for it, does obesity or obesity then not fall under eating disorders? Is it more of a? It's more of a physical. It's more of a physical kind of. Uh, medical condition okay whereas so binge eating there's a strong psychological um, element which has a matter of loss of control about controlling one ah. in terms of restricting yourself from taking these huge amounts of food okay yes all right do you i am um very much inspired to listen at this stage i, I honestly don't have questions because yeah the, okay the one the one greatest question I would have had is at which point must somebody be so, especially where anorexia is concerned, at which point must somebody be so broken in their self-image in the of themselves, their mm. view of how they, of their self-image to mm. themselves, that they would damage themselves further mm. to the point of being so scrawny and detrimental to your health? And at which point does a person be so distorted in the view of their self-image, that they are blurred and they do not see that they look unhealthy. And sure. the, the worse they look to them, the healthier they perceive themselves yeah. to look. And it's painful. It's an actually, it's actually a very painful disease to comprehend. Yeah. It's a sad disease to comprehend. Uh, my response to that, you're actually saying the right thing, you know, because... It's it's a we put it nicely by saying it's a distortion mm. that mm. one has mm. put into their heads that they want to preserve this kind of person that they want to be in the world, whereas that kind of distortion kills themselves. Um, they don't know the the impact of what they're having towards themselves and the mm. people around them. Mm-hmm. And usually, there's a strong sense of a psychological need that drives these people to behave in a particular way. Mm. And uh, interestingly. They don't consider themselves as being distorted Mm-mm. or being ill. They mm. see beauty they see in beauty. that image, mm. and that the broken image. They see the beauty. broken image, and mm. it's influenced by a lot of media and this whole image that in order for you to be a black woman who is out there and who is hot and all of that, you need to preserve a sense of being skinny. In 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 um, your experiences as a practicing psychologist, um, with the conversations you've had with your colleagues. What are the common um, attributes to anorexia when you when you go deep into a person's um, emotional influences and negative emotional influences? So some people, like today's anonymous with Ask a Man, we picked up daddy issues there, mm-hmm. right? Um, so what are the what what are the common issues that are telling 
that this person needs to go back into themselves and address these issues so that they can um, free themselves from the chains and bounds of anorexia? It's usually a sense of sense of distorted self mm-hmm. um, that f- they still need some kind of validation. And the validation could be as a result of losing weight mm-hmm. and being presentable as the ideal woman. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it could be as a result of dying in myself and not realizing that I've got a problem. Mm-hmm. And so the 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 what we see symptomatically is as a result of a deep-seated psychological need that they may not be even be aware of that they need some kind of psychological intervention in order to address what is it that drives them mm. to seek out the need to be thin mm. or seek out the need to be presentable as the other. Yeah. And it all could also be as a result of many other um, psychosocial related matters relating to background, how one was raised, um, bullying context, and bullying. So and, 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 mm. so mm. there's not in, a single factor that adds into that. There mm. are many multiple factors that add a role to that. Before we let you go, Anela, can it be treated and how? Mm. It can be treated both psychiatrically and psychologically. Sure. Um, the psychiatrist will deal with the medical uh, or psychiatric aspects of, of that. But I'm of the firm belief that in situations or mental disorders, particularly that those that, that have a strong undertone of deep-seated psychological unconscious processes, mm. that therapy mm. is number one to help the person understand not to treat the symptom but to understand the actual psychological factors that the client might not be aware of. Mm. But the therapist mm. will be able to say, are you aware of that these are the possible reasons that may be adding a factor into a particular behavior? Mm. So a therapist goes deeper than just the medication and the medication supplements the the, the therapeutic process. So mm. the medication and the therapeutic process go hand in hand and work hand in hand with psychiatrists in trying to build a holistic picture in the end. Yeah. And mm. that's also the value of family because that's when families get in into the picture that they encourage the person so as to challenge these cognitive distortions again. Mm, um, mm. Friends and, and support structures. I so like to, that, to cognitive show, distortions. Yeah, it's, mm. it's mostly, mm. it's distorted kind of image. So yeah. one would then need affirmations to say that you don't need to actually do this. There are many ways that you can validate yourself, validate your beauty, validate your sense of self, of worth, mm. and many other factors that add a factor into that. Mm. All right, thank you very much. That is Anel Siswana, and we do uh, we can actually catch up with you on social media besides loading the podcast on <laughs> metrofm.co.za, but on Twitter and Facebook, you are and Instagram, yes, and Instagram, Anel Siswana, yeah, Anel Siswana. One, thank you, thank you so much.